0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wolfpack podcast today. I'm joined by Matt. How are you, mate?
1: Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. You okay?
0: Yeah, great, mate. I'm John. How are you? Yeah, all good, Henry. All right, great. So we've got some um, pretty interesting topics to talk about today. You know, we've got Brentford, uh, Lopetegui, then we'll look ahead to the Brighton match. Uh, We'll also talk about um, Raul Jimenez um, and even Bruno Large for some of it. um, And then we'll move on to our, our special section, Tweet of the Week which um, should be quite interesting. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, my opinion on the Brentford game, we'll guess we'll start with that. Um, it, it's an OK point. I'd say many fans and me agreed would have thought we needed a, we, we needed the win, but a draw isn't necessarily a terrible result. your thoughts on that, Matt? Well,
1: I agree with you, to be fair. I think we were actually quite positive about the game, weren't we? We were saying, I think we could get yeah. some in point i think i think we thought the team were going to show a reaction and i think they Mm. did i think the first half in general was was quite a poor game actually but you know obviously after a ben me unreal bicycle kick which i don't think anyone expected didn't see that coming did we it was good to see that you know we talked about last week how the players didn't really react very well to conceding obviously neves after two minutes of conceding scores an absolute world and you're thinking okay that's how we should be reacting and I think overall, defensively, we were way better. I think Kilman Collins, who, you know, were poor against Leicester, I think they were both impressive. fullbacks. bueno, as per yeah, as, mean, as getting player of the month, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. It was month,
1: absolutely so. brilliant.
0: Yeah. Um, and John, so what, what do you think of the Brentford game, then? Well,
2: if we go back to the Leicester game, if I said to you after the Leicester game that we were going to keep Ivan Tony quiet, mm. you'd never believe it. And we did. <laughs> and it just shows how well the centre-backs did and the full-backs mm. as well but especially the centre-backs I think Collins was just unreal Kilman mm. was good but Collins was was, yeah. was unbelievable um, and um, they just did so well to keep him quiet uh, and other uh, forwards as well um, as I say it was only re- really Ben Mee with that worldie um, yeah. oh, where, where it went in they kept all the others quiet and I just feel like um, just a slight drop in concentration mm. and, and that went in I think if if maybe they'll just slightly more switched on we could have um we could have prevented that. Um but um overall I thought it was a really good game. Um I thought it was um a really good move bringing Bubakar in because yeah. mm-hmm. I think in the last yeah. game 20%. there was there was that gap between the defence and the midfield and Leicester were coming in and, and, and using that gap and every time they were they were lethal and I think that gap um, even though he didn't really play the best in the first half.
1: Yeah, for, I was going to say, hard. first half, he was quite poor, weren't he? But then he grew yeah. into the game yeah, and I started mean, his, what he's about.
0: His passing range, especially in the first half, wasn't yeah. great. He was, you know, misplacing passes, yeah. putting fouls in. Arguably should have been booked in that first half, I think. Um, but, I think it's I think, more nerves and ability. Yeah, yeah. I I, he's, I, he's that, only young, isn't he? He's only young. 21 or so, something, you know. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, was I, I think the main difference from the Brentford game to the last game, when we went one 0 down, you know, obviously they were disappointed because you know they played, they were arguably the better team, weren't they? I mean, I don't think we deserved mm-hmm. to go on that. I can't yeah, but, sort of yeah. out, out out of the blue, didn't it? Mm-hmm. it did, um yeah. but the uh the reaction was superb, wasn't it? We got our heads back up, went from the kickoff. Yeah. And although it took a, a a piece of magic you wouldn't say it wasn't like well worked it wasn't just a pop shot you know it was a nice no, it was a passage of play finish, around yeah. the box and then yeah. it was you know passed back in it was Car that actually left it for Neves who just put it in the bottom corner and you can see what it meant to the players when they were celebrating yeah. you know Neves he was delighted the away end wasn't there but I've heard it was absolutely brilliant yeah uh, yeah on the stream you could see it was um that you know they were yeah. chanting all the game and very loud. So it got beyond the team. The team showed a reaction. And although a point isn't exactly what we needed, um I think that it can spur something and hopefully that we can, you know, mm-hmm. start to pick up form against Brighton in, in front of a, you know, hopefully loud and supportive Molyneux after the uh, yeah. Um And I think now mentioning that is probably a good time to move on to it. I
1: just want to add, sorry, Henry, um, oh, yeah. we haven't okay. mentioned uh, the red card, have we at all? Oh,
0: my um, bad, completely my yeah, bad. We uh, yeah, we uh, haven't.
1: And I mean, there's, everyone really knows this. So I, I, a lot of people going, oh, what a shit house or football yeah. heritage. To be honest, it's just, Pure stupidity, and yeah, you know, we do love him, but uh, it's, you can't be doing that, you know. Like, minute.
0: No yeah, problem. I was gonna
1: say, like, no barely any minutes left in the game. It's just, I, I think it's a if looking at look looking at it back, I think it is a bit soft, but I don't think it's yeah. Ben me, Ben me, just he knows what he's doing, you know, he's a you can't reaction, put your head
0: on an opponent, but you can't
1: like put that yeah, that I that agree. Right, yeah. It is a red, I'm not saying it isn't, yeah. but anyway. Do you
2: think they'll even try and appeal? I've heard people saying, oh, I yeah. wonder if they're appealing. I just can't nah, see there's even nah. much it's point not, in not, doing it.
0: It's not going to work, is it? It's not going to mm-hmm. work. Um, so we talk about a potential bounce uh, for the Brighton game for the appointment well the seeming appointment of yeah, Lopetegui. Uh, so yeah I mean you know we've seen what can happen with a manager in the last last few hours before the appointment so let's <laughs> keep our things crossed but this one seems like it's close and you know <clears throat> very close to Dundee so I'll just bring up the Lopetegi news now It's going to share yeah. my screen okay right should be coming up uh, about now can you see that yeah
1: yeah, it's all good. Yeah, Scott. OK. Yeah. So so there you Sam. go.
0: Let's see the Fabrizio tweet, which is, you know, John Percy first broke the news yesterday, basically saying that, you know, number one target, he instigated the talks, talks, are yeah. you know, close to coming to a, a seal. And then you can see that Fabrizio there obviously says, you know, highlights everything, saying that um, progressing well, final details under discussion, all parties, Confident, and I think one of the key points is definitely that Lopatagi instigated talks. It's not yeah. that we're going to him again, it's that he yeah. now wants this job and he's willing to take us forward. Um, so yeah, should be a very, very interesting one to see how that progresses. Um, but now let's look, have a look a bit at what kind of Lopatagi's playing style is. If I can just pull up this tweet that I've got, there you go. So there's from the coach's voice, uh, Lopetegui sort of playing style and how he was coaching his principles and things so um yeah what do you what do you think of that then matt
1: well i think firstly i think huge respect to him because you know he's talked a lot of positivity about the club yeah you know during his time for example when we played um, um in the europa league and for him to you know obviously uh, an issue with his dad was what stopped it i think he's mm. got better uh, i don't think he has died i think he's actually improved yeah. his health yeah And um, but but respect to him, you know, for instigating these talks. And, 100%. you know, at the end of the day, you could argue, obviously we have a decent squad on paper, but Wolves are not in an attractive position right now. No, you know, not we're, at all. we are struggling, it's simple as. So for me, someone with his European pedigree and his, you know, the teams he's managed, you know, you, I know it were not so successful at Madrid, but, you know, managing Madrid, managing Spain, mm-hmm. Seville, high-level winning, manager, you know, he? big, big trophies, man. you know, Europa Leagues, et cetera. I think fair play to him, and I'm I'm very happy with the appointment. You know, fair play to the board, fair play to everyone for getting him. Obviously, I say as if we've got him, but it's pretty much done deal as we yeah. speak. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's announced in the next few days, and we'll probably hopefully he can take take the reins for a very tough game against Arsenal.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I don't I don't know about you, but from my point of view, we'll, we'll talk to, I'll talk to you in a sec, John, about what, what your thoughts are on this. But for me, a very attacking 4-3-3 with the players we've got. Um, you know, we need to get them scoring. And look, you look at the players we've got like Guedes, um, you know, Pedence, who can, score, who can score a goal, Neto when he's back fit. Um, and then you had a striker to that mix in January. You know there was the Mariano rumor earlier today from uh, Real Madrid. Obviously, Lopetegui worked with him, um, proving he could score goals at Leon. Um, didn't qu- haven't quite worked out from Madrid, but um, you know he's he's a proven goal scorer elsewhere. Um, so I think that that could definitely suit us. And then you've got players like Nunez and Neves who can. At least till January for Neves, be part of that free in midfield. And if you can develop players like Boubacar, integrate Matinho in once in a while. Uh, but I think the main highlight for me is the fullbacks providing attacking width because we've got good attacking fullbacks. Look at the play, players like Bueno, who's broken through recently, Semedo, Aint Nori. You know, these are all players that, that can put a good cross in and favour an attacking width. So I think that could um, definitely favour us. So, agree, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah what, what are you saying about this, then, John?
2: Um, well, firstly, I, I really like him. I, yeah. I think i showed you guys that I pulled back um, chats from May when we weren't even linked to him, um, <laughs> saying um, that I personally didn't think um, Bruno Lars was the correct manager to take us forward and I would go in for Lopatagi. And I think you boys saw it, that was in May. So yeah, I remember him. that, yeah. Um, and um, I just remember when we uh, played Civilian Europa, they were so well drilled, they're so well coached. Um, they were a nightmare to play against. Um, they were so attacking, um, and I just thought they. I just thought after what a team like he's done really well with this team, like everyone knows exactly what their role is, and I think mm-hmm. something like that would be perfect for us. Um, it's what we need, isn't also, it? Yeah, and also I think like. Um, I, when I looked at when he was um, the Spain international manager, um, he didn't lose a game for Spain. The only reason he left was because he was offered the Madrid job. Um, and I looked at the first few games that um, that he did with Spain and Diego Costa was his forward. And he really yeah. got them. I know, obviously, Costa was a different player back then, but he really got the most out of Costa. He's worked with um, Johnny Otto before. Um, yeah. and a lot of people don't know, but he managed Spain under-21s and actually managed Hugo. Um, wow, which, wow um, that's interesting. Didn't,
0: didn't, didn't know that, to be fair. It's good knowledge. That's yeah, sick. he
2: did. Um, so he's got connections there already with the players. Obviously, I'm sure with him being from Spain, he'll he'll, he'll work well with, with Um And the- I, I just think he's a great manager. Um, I think um, we're in a good position now because I saw some journalists this morning saying what Matt said, that his dad's in, a, in, in better health now. Um, so obviously, maybe he can um, really focus his whole mind on on the football now, which maybe he yeah. wasn't before at Seville. Um, and um, I, I just think as well, well, I don't know if it's been spoken about, but I just feel like he's the kind of guy that can really help in the transfer market, bring yeah. some different kind players. Of players. Obviously beforehand, maybe uh, with Bruno, if you really wanted to, he could have picked someone from Benfica. But I think he can help get someone that he's worked with previously from Seville. I agree, from, yeah. Like I was saying, we've been linked with Madrid players. We can really bring in different kind of players. We can maybe move away slightly from the Portuguese, maybe look yeah, more important. Uh, they score goals, don't they? The Spanish players. The, the yes. Class. Um, so I just think, I just think that everything works well with him. He's, he's the perfect guy for us and I think he can really move us forward. And I think from, yeah. from what we've seen in some reports, not exactly 100%, but I think they're going to Back in, in January, they need to,
1: and, they really yeah, need, they need to. to. He and I think players. he'll
2: be able to really pinpoint exactly where we need strengthening. Like, I don't think Fosham will go crazy, but I can see at least a center back, at least a forward, and you never know, he might even bring someone like a full back in. I mean, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens because I, I don't I think we're a little bit light on the right because um, is doing well, but I just don't know if Otto's going to be good enough backup
1: if it's bad injury looking a bit
0: sluggish isn't it especially this with this attacking whip he talks about the fullbacks which we mentioned before as he's getting older you know he's done his ACL twice and as we said on the last podcast when we played Leicester he looked like a player who'd done his ACL twice didn't he I just don't Mm -hmm. know if he's going to be able to really provide what Lopetegui wants and another big one for me from Lopetegui which I think is worth talking about is prioritising creating space from the inside channels as you can see there Um, and you've got a lot of good creative players that you can potentially get the best out in the, in the inside channels. You look at players like Pedence, um, even Nunes, as he can drive from a deeper position into the inside channel. Um, you know, Gu- Guedes is sort of an inverted striker, sort of w- slash winger kind of thing. Um, and, you know, even players like Wangi Chan, who can play sort of that cross-wing striker role, uh, creating the space in the inside channels, making runs, uh, can really, really help us with the kind of mould of player we want. And we've always had a Top tier squad, and I—I uh, I mean, especially this season. And I think we've got a, a top a, a top tier coach to go with it, one hundred percent.
1: It's good, yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, and then if you look at the final point here, counter press from a high and compact defensive block. Uh, you know, I think we have the players to press, especially in that midfield. If you've got Nunes, Neves, and Bubacar, you know, Bubacar and Nune Boubacar, Nunes and Neves. I mean, you forget Neves; he's that young, but they, they've—I mean, I know. I know Neves hasn't really got particularly brilliant legs, but they, they can press and they, they, they can force mistakes and then counter-attack. Um, and they, we've got the defence to, to be able to keep out players when Kilman and Collins are on um, full form. So I think that Lopetegui can have been a really, really good mould for Wolves. Um, yeah. But, you know, you look at Lopetegui uh, and let's have a look sort of, I guess we'll move on to sort of where it sort of went What wrong for Bruno, I guess, um, because... He said this in Lisbon today about Wolves and his sacking. Um, he said a big lesson was learned uh, was that I need to convince people of what I need. I had good ideas, I didn't have the time or the right players. I didn't need expensive players, but the right ones. And I guess that's sort of a hit at the the recruitment. What uh, yeah, definitely top sellers potentially. And Jeff, Jeff <laughs> Sheen. What, what do you what do you reckon about that?
1: Um, I think I, I sort of agree with Bruno. I think I mean you can't argue that he was backed heavily in the summer, but. I do agree, we never really had that striker that was on top of his game because, you know, we had a a, a row that was, you know, just not the same player. We had, you know, players that just weren't really, you know, making that sort of striker role their own and making us click, you know, getting, I don't know, 10, 15 goals a season. We've never had that. We've not had that since, you know, prime Raul Jimenez. So, I sort of agree with what he's saying. But at the end of the day, I think think he knows as much as anyone, you know, when you go on such a bad record, however many losses it was in a row, I think. Got to go. He Good. has. To, he had to go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Any any thoughts, John?
2: I, I think yeah. From from what Matt says, pretty much the same. Like obviously, we we spent massive money on on um, like twenty seven million on Guedes, and I just feel like um, really we should have put that into it into a strike. I know we bought Sasa, mm. but um, yeah, sure I forgot about him.
1: Yeah, I forgot about him. Sorry. It,
2: yeah, it, I know. It, I know, it, I know yeah, it, we brought us. him in, but I think still though, I think it, there's so many teams now that have got three really good strikers now. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like... I think Everton's got three, haven't they, now? I know, obviously, is it It's not that like great, but it's still three strikers. Yeah, and yeah. I just feel like... I think nowadays you just need it because in the Premier League... If if injuries just at the moment are coming so quickly and I think it's because it's such a tight schedule um, with games, with the World Cup and stuff. I just think most teams do need free strikers and I know obviously Fabio's out on loan and that's a different story whether he should have been let out or not but we don't know at the end of the season if they're going to loan Fabio for another year. We don't know what's going to happen or if he gets... So I just... I just feel like there was space there to 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 get um, a striker. I don't know if necessarily we need um, to spend twenty
1: seven million. I think on you it. could argue the board, we were quite unlucky with Sasha, weren't we? Because obviously 100%. you know looking at although him, you could argue that he had it all.
0: If the reports are true, you know I mean that he had a slight tear on his yeah, I don't, ACL I don't I before. Them. That's yeah. sort yeah. I really I mean, like I mean, to
1: think that it isn't true, but
0: 50-50, But if it is true, I guess you can't. I mean, large has to blame himself really. But he does mention here, like we've said, every time we played without a striker. And I think somewhere else, it might not have been in this quote, but somewhere else he spoke about other teams, every other team in the Premier League having a striker, and then it was hard to compete against him. You know, I do agree with him. Um yeah, if, you know, yeah. Com- the comments, do, to seem- extent, yeah. Com- comments seem to say the same. This one in particular taking quite a big shot at um Sheehan Sellers, uh, you know, quite extreme Rick. <laughs> quite- the only thing
2: I would say is that if we get well, obviously, Sasa back for next season. If Fabio comes back, yeah. If Raiol wants to stay, and then Diego maybe might be saying, "I want to stay for another year."
1: We Suddenly, we've, an we? yeah. yeah. we've got an overload. Suddenly, we've got an overload. Not, not to, mention, to not to
0: mention potentially, not to mention potentially selling one in January.
1: Yeah, yeah which yeah. I think we need to do if, if you're looking at it realistically. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So
0: Lopetegui, then I, I think for, I, we'll get like a final view from Everett from. Each. I think the feedback's mainly been positive. If he does come in, Matt, do you think that he can get get us on a run? And where, where do you think we can potentially sort of look to finish with him and decent I back think, in January?
1: Mm-hmm. I think we're backing in January, and you know his his sort of pedigree. You'd have to be looking, you know, pushing for the top half. Right now, that's you could argue that's some real. That's just not realistic at all. But I think he's gonna he's gonna drill some discipline and some sort of mentality into these well, players. You hope so, yeah.
0: You'd
1: and you like he has to like you know. He just asked to, to be honest, you know. He's he's been there, done it, and you like to think, you know, results start coming through. And we just need to, after the World Cup break, we just need to pick up results as best we can. You know, we need to we need to make sure Molyneux is a fortress. You know, I've been seeing a uh, seeing a few uh chance that Seville fans did once uh Lopetegui was leaving, and uh, a few of the walks saying we need to bring that to Molyneux uh, and sort of get it bouncing because you know we really do you know, Molyneux's been dead recently, hasn't it? Because, you know, there's nothing yeah, really cheer about. The lads aren't playing well. And as sad as it is, you know, everyone knows that fans, you know, struggle to get behind the team when you, they're not seeing anything on the pitch. So, but overall, as everyone knows, I'm very happy with it and really hope it can go well for him.
0: Yeah. So, you know, what, what are you saying, John, about where, where do you think we can finish, ambition, et cetera?
2: Um, well, if
0: it definitely goes
2: through. Yeah, true. I'm talking, talking as if it's definitely gone through. <laughs> Journalists are saying in Spain that it's definitely gone through, but um, I think, be. as Matt said, I think push as hard as we can to get maybe tenth or ninth, which is really, re- uh, which I don't think personally yeah. is going to happen. But we've got to push it. Yeah. I think, really, realistically, with a top manager like that, we might be able to get 12th or thirteenth. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that, I think that is more realistic. Um, I agree. But the only problem with us is this: uh, with us is some of the teams around us are. Um, are looking good at the moment Um you've got I hate to say it but you've got Villa now the a new manager and they're going to back him heavily in January so they'll probably start trying to go up the table as well Um I think someone like Brighton probably going to drop down to maybe that ninth, tenth position. I, I, you know what they like? They usually drop off so far into the season. True, yeah. So I just think it's it's, it's a really difficult season, um, and I think obviously we haven't picked up points where we should have. So I think he's going to come in, and really, he's going to realistically slightly right off this season i think he'll just try and get in a safe position yeah really we've
0: got live. we've got to survive 1st yeah. don't we 100% no, yeah i think yeah.
2: survive work on the team i think and then by the summer i'll know the weaknesses and yeah. um and we can go from there and I, I can see having a good good summer window um Hopefully, especially yeah. if we've got funds from defex <laughs> <laughs> but um might, sadly
1: um might might happen sadly
2: yeah but I can see a few other players. I could, I could
1: probably see Raul even then, and I think Raul could go know. January. But we'll get we to could, Raul in a we bit. Could,
0: yeah, I mean, hundred um, percent. So yeah, I mean, on Raul. Do you, do you want to talk about him now? Because we can we, we can move on to Raul if you want now. Yeah,
1: let, let's do Raul. And then so, we'll yeah. On to so
0: obviously, as you can see, share my screen again. Now he's back at Compton, uh, putting the putting the work in. It says um, Obviously, they obviously, going to paint it. In a positive light, you got a few few pictures to run through. They're not all Raul, but obviously Sasser' his recovery, etc. So you know, with the Raul situation, him going off to Mexico recover, it all seemed a little bit like it wasn't really right, um, or we could be reading too much into it. He just wanted to spend some time back home. Um, so yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts on it, Matt? I think I think I agree with a lot of the fans. I think
1: there's a why has he been in Mexico all the time? I think you could definitely argue the sort of medical facilities are better there, but I think. I think sadly his mind's too focused on the World Cup. I completely get it's a yeah. big thing, you know what he's wanted. He wants to be as fit as he can. But as I was saying before we uh, we started recording, surely he'd want to be you know pushing hard fit. at Compton to try yeah. get at least you know ten twenty minutes of match fitness and sharpness, you know before he goes ice cold into the World Cup, pad playing no minutes. You know for me yeah. I'd be if I was him I'd be pushing to do whatever I can to. At least get on the bench against Arsenal and get especially, with,
0: especially with Costa injured now. I mean, exactly. He, yeah, he should, should be a striker if he really wanted it, he, he would be putting in the work to get to get started again, um, against, Brighton, yeah. against Brighton or at least against Arsenal or Leeds. Yeah. Say. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, a lot of people saying it's a bit weird. I've gone back to Mexico and no one particularly knows what the injury yeah, is. Yeah, it's Broin, a mystery, isn't it? Groin hip, pernia, stress yeah. injury. <laughs> You know, you don't really know. It all seems a little bit a little bit fishy, I guess, as if he doesn't really wanna to, wanna to be there. Um, I do agree with Matt that I think he's very focused on the World Cup. But I don't want to be too critical of him because obviously because of his trauma, you know, traumatic brain injury like that, you know, he, I mean he, he could have died realistically when yes. you look at it like that. I mean, forgetting all about um, football, the football. The guy could have died. Um so you don't, you know, if he if his brain's not in the right place and he wants to um you know he wants to go back and see his family then might not be oh. if he's not focusing on <laughs> Wolves... <laughs> i'm joking uh yeah so he's got a i mean it's for me, he's got to be putting in the work until 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 he gets until, until his contract goes or until we sell him. Um, and as we mentioned before, I think he could definitely go in the January window. I could see. I mean, I could see we spend a lot of time in Mexico. You know, you'd, you'd look at Mexico as a definite potential. Um, yeah, like option. He was, at, he was at. Club, Club he was Club America, yeah. America, wasn't he? Before, um, before mm-hmm. I think he went. To Flaco Madrid or whatever it was, but I think he was at Club America. Um, so you could definitely see something like that happening, and, and MLS could be on the cards or something. Yeah. I can't really see him going back and playing in Europe at a you know really high, really competitive level again. Um, because I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't think. Unfortunately, after that injury, I don't think he can be the same sort of player. And I just think I, I just wanted to end well. I think it could be the right time for it to end because I don't think that um, he, he 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 can sort of being adequate helps the team on current form anymore especially if he's not especially if his mind's not in it and he's not you know he, he doesn't really want it I, just I don't want it to end on bad terms with him sort of refusing to play um, but anyway John w- w- what are you thinking with him as or what would you want from him?
2: well I think firstly I think the club has left the fans in the dark here I just I don't understand why they haven't just done an announcement and told us really what the injury is None of this... That one person said it's mental health. The other person said it's chronic something. The chronic fatigue. Said chronic, it's a, chronic fatigue. Yeah, that's it. The other person said it's a hip injury. I wish they'd just be really honest about it and say, well, maybe he's got some mental health problems and an injury. He's struggling. He's gone over to Mexico to be closer to his family and to recover and just been truthful. Instead of just giving... just. Loads of telling journalists, loads of different things one week, different things the other, and um, and I think if they're just honest about it, fans would take it a bit better. Yeah. Um, and now there's reports that he might just be back for a couple of days and then fly back to Mexico. Well, why is he not working now to see if he can build up his fitness to at least make the Arsenal game? If he's flying, yeah. you guarantee he'll fly back to Arsenal. Uh, fly back to Mexico, miss the Arsenal game, and then he'll probably play the first game for Mexico in the World Cup. And it would be like, well, why couldn't you make the Arsenal game?
0: Yeah, I I I, th- I think if it does end something like that with him having this injury, and not being able to, you know, not not being able to make the bench from from from, from Wolves's point of view, and then he goes and starts for Mexico, I think it yeah, then the question is and fans start to start to turn on him. And yeah. I think with oh. the stuff he's done for us, I don't want it to end like that. As I've said, um, and I think. I don't know about this was there a tweet of him training a few weeks ago in Mexico and that was deleted or something I
1: think it, I think it was just gym work actually uh, yeah. I don't think it was I, only I,
0: two I, I, I saw of... I saw something like that I'm, mm. I'm not gonna to read too much into it to be fair to him as I've said he's had a brain injury as John said he could have some mental health issues he wants to go back and see his see his family which is completely f- fair enough but I think you've got to be honest about it and if he's if he's not in it you've just got to say that and I think the fans will take it better than sort of some some bullshit story that no one really wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I definitely. Yeah. Um. Fine. So, as we talk about future games, I think it's probably a good time to move yeah. on to Brighton and speak about that because that that's an interesting game and it's going to be a really tough game. Obviously, Brighton coming off a great win, four one at Chelsea. Um, I don't know, four one at Chelsea, four one against Chelsea. Sorry, they were at home. Um, Graham Potter wasn't perceived too well. I don't think. Um,
1: <laughs> no, it th- wasn't.
0: They're a team that's just hit. Um, just hit a good, a, a good bit of positive uh, confidence, I think, because I don't think they'd won a game under Deservey before that. No, they have They might have won. I don't think they yeah. have. Um, but you know, it's a big confidence boosting when No matter how sort of down in the dumps Chelsea are and not a particularly good side at the moment. At the end of the day, it's still, still Chelsea. It's still a big side that you know, and a four-one win is not, obviously not expected. Um, so I think that that's a really big confidence booster for Brighton. But equally, I think with a new manager coming in for Walls, there'll be lots. Of, you know if the deals done and we're watching the game, lots of players want to prove their point. And I think that could yeah. be a, a really a really good game. I hope the fans get beyond the players. Um and it it can be a bit it can be a big result for Wolves if um if that and if that does end up being the game where Loptegi's confirmed um and if we do get a win there I think that could be a big season starting boost 100%, for, yeah. just you know thoughts on the what
1: yeah um, what I'll, yeah I'll give my thoughts so obviously Brighton um, I've I've looked it up there their one win from six, so yeah. I think they just cashed in on their XG, didn't they? Against Chelsea, you know, they've been yeah. missing so many chances like Brighton under Graham Potter, so many shots, no goals. But you know, I think you have to say their performances have warranted a few more points than they've got. Yeah, they've played good football, and they're still in an excellent
0: position, really. When you look yeah, at, and, game, you know, you know, yeah. Fire, yeah, and you know,
1: Trossard's on fire, etc., and it's gonna be a tough game, simple as. Um, you can go back to Henry on this, but I'm going to give my uh, predicted lineup. Actually,
0: okay, that's that's a good shout. We can. I'll go up.
1: back to you on it after, and then we'll go yeah. to John. But um, so this is not predicted. Actually, it's my preferred. I, I don't yeah. think Steve Davis goes for this. He could actually more realistic than last week.
0: Well, you, you right? No, I, 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 th- I thought he
1: said last week that he wasn't going to go for it, and he went for exactly the right thing or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> anyway, uh, starring goal, uh, yes. Yeah. Tomato, uh, right back Collins Kilman Hugo Bueno uh Troyore, Nunes and Neves is a midfield three. And then the front three of Adama Troyore, Guedes and Pedence. I think if Guedes is fit, I think that's a I think that's probably the team he starts with, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah, I mean re- realistically when you're thinking about that, other than Huang, um and I think yeah, true. Gu- Guedes is a better player than Huang. Um mm-hmm. but that, that's the only sort of real striker option we've got. And as I said last week, the only real glimmer of Guedes that we've seen where he looked good playing his more central role um, and the only real... M- not seen much of Guedes at all, really, when you think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's Spurs- first... Cameo's is yeah.
1: racing, isn't
0: it? Yeah. I-, I know he put a lot of shots wide, but he was driving forward. Um, so I guess there's an argument you made for him. We could go for a... a, a put, I don't know. Is it, could put sort of pedence in, in the pocket and then have a more pacey attack of Adama... Hwang or Adama and Guedes, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think with the Gio Costa injury, if Raúl's not fit, which I don't think he will he, be, yeah,
1: he won't be in the squad.
0: Um, then I think it'll be. I think it would have to be something like that, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Unless he, unless um, unless he does a crazy something and goes to five at the bat but that's not happening. <laughs> I think we, I think we all know that.
1: Don't think it'll be five
0: uh, now. Uh, so, John, what, what, what would you go with the lineup, and what's your thoughts on the Brighton game as as a whole? I guess. Well, I think as as a.
2: To begin with, I, I generally think even if Costa was available, I don't know if it really is. The I
0: don't of know how effective
2: it. it would have been because of how tall and strong the Brighton right, centre-backs cool are. Because you can't just mm-hmm. keep on putting balls in like Troy does because Brighton will win every single one in the air. Probably a quick super- counter. Got
0: isn't he of the tallest counter.
2: player in... Now sasha has gone, he's the tallest player in the league. isn't he? their centre-back. I think it's uh, Dan
1: Burn. Dambu- Dambu- Dambu-
2: yeah. Oh, well, anyway, I know they're really tall. Yeah, they are. I just think it, it wouldn't work. So, I think in one way, the lineup that Matt says, is is exactly the same lineup I would have picked, can work because you can you can work through different channels. You can maybe work a bit more central, centru- go for the central there without going so wide. And I think that's the way you hit Brighton. I, I think yeah. putting the balls in the air, you've got no chance.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. yeah.
2: And, and also, I think defensively, for me, We've just got to do everything we can to stop to stop because uh, he, he's such a good he's player. Got, he's so got brilliant form he's right
0: now. Pecking, yeah. and yeah.
2: they haven't really got a striker at the moment because um, well, well back at the well moment better. struggling, and I think Trozard's the guy that's stepping up for him, and, and he's yeah, like he's getting the goals on it. Mm-hmm. Like the last game for, with um, Brentford, it's Ivan Tony. You've got to stop him, so they have got okay. to do everything they can to stop him, and when you stop him, they don't get results. Um, because you know, what I mean, I think was he was the first person to score for Brighton, or no, he definitely scored, he was on the yeah, score sheet, he, yeah, yeah, um, for He's Brighton. Big, and he just lost the whole team. Yeah. If, if you take him out of the game, it will really affect the whole team. Um, but I do feel like, um, I, I think what Matt said is a really good lineup, um, and I think that's what we've got to go with. And I just hope yeah. there's obviously rumours of bad attitude there with, with Gretz. I don't know if that's the case uh there's rumors of him not sure what him. To believe to hopefully that's not the case hopefully someone's spoken to him hopefully he's getting a chance to start that might give him uh make him a bit more uh positive give him a better attitude um and then go from there but if he has got a shit attitude he has got a poor attitude and there's obviously rumors going around that he's not been i don't know how true it is not been that nice to coaching staff if that's true then i wouldn't even care i'd put, I'd st- I'd put in because they- care if he's a good player or not if he's got the bad attitude and he don't want to be here I'm not saying that's the case but if it's true because we they'll know if that's true then start Hwang because I don't think he deserves it but yeah, if okay. it's not true then definitely I'll go with that lineup.
0: So yeah. I, th- I think I think we've all given our thoughts the Brighton game and as a summary, it's going to be a big three points if we if we can get it. It's going to be a big game either way. Hopefully the new manager from mm-hmm. the players. knowing the guys watching. Theoretically, everyone's got to prove themselves again. You know, other than big players, sort of like mm-hmm. Neves, etc. And Sa, who just aren't going to be dropped realistically. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be a massive three points if if we can get it. No, I don't think a draw would be a bad result, keeping an unbeaten no. streak going, no, going into yeah, okay. Leeds in midweek and Arsenal. Um, and hopefully, we can get a good building, Brock, sort of a mini pre season uh, throughout World Cup it, yeah. if Lopateki comes in and if we do mm-hmm. have some games. Um, but I think that's enough. On Brighton, and we're going to move on to our little special. Yeah, we sections. haven't got too
1: long left, so let's no, move this. on to our li-
0: little special sections, um, and that is tweet of the week, which I'll be doing. Then we'll have some uh, Insta- Instagram questions from Matt. Yeah, it's going to be
1: week. a rapid one because. Uh, yeah. So we're my, on the
0: timer. my tweet of the week is this from Ryan Lester, um, and I think with all the slating uh, we've given Fossum last week, um, you know, I, th- I think you know we, we had to do this uh, because yeah. As he says, credit where it's due. This is this is good business. I mean, obviously, with the Leo Campagna deal, we bought him in for like nine hundred thousand or something, and we've made a decent profit on him. And you look at other uh young players obviously get swabs in the academy but we've picked up um for, for a low price and sold on for a profit so i think yeah. this is this is kind of good business as he said here acquiring well, yeah. talent developing by loans and cashing in um as matt says we don't have the the longest of time left uh so oh, yeah. be a pretty quick section but i'll hand yeah. it over to you matt for the instagram questions i'm excited so, yeah there's um always some always some big ones aren't there always yeah some there's
1: big some very big, big ones um we have got three minutes so it won't be as rapid as last time but I'll, yeah. I will pretty much fly through these uh, first question from Charlie Boyd uh, will Lopetegui save us um, thoughts on that just a quick like two seconds L- just about literally
0: if he gets his players if he gets them working I think we'll be okay yeah? I, think,
1: yeah I agree I think we'll be okay um, will Lopetegui do enough to get us top 10 this season or is the season already over that's from and Dean
2: I mean realistically no but if yeah. you dream yes
0: you can never yeah. rule you can never rule out a, a, a good run after the world cup etc especially with players being rested like we have. um you know not not loads will be going um so i think he can but i think he'll have to have big back in the transfer window and get them playing almost immediately so i, I think no but i think he will So he will keep us safe
1: um this is from ajxns should yeah. our current owners leave tropical Wolverhampton and who should replace them i mean we don't really have time to answer that but our owners, we don't really know what the situation is with them. Um If they're going to sell, how much debt they're in, etc. I think more um, so of we'll praise I think
2: for for sticking to the guns and waiting for Lopetegui yeah. and potentially getting respect, them back yeah. in. So that's some credit now because last week everyone hated them. Yeah, but now they've they've done what they wanted. They've, they've got their first target. They've got their first target, so they've done they've, they've done all right, haven't they? Really? So I think yeah. um there's a bit of credit there, isn't it? Where, where it's due. Definitely. I agree.
1: Yeah. And then a uh, last one from a uh, from my mate Abdul. Shout out to you, mate. Uh, just one thing: don't for, don't forget to spread your cheers to Wolves fans in Morocco, particularly me. So yeah, big shout out to Abdul and shout out to Delft Rangers as well. Class Sunday League team. Up the Rangers.
0: <laughs> all, all all Wolves fans in Morocco, if there are any watching it, best uh, best best wishes to you. Uh, yeah. We can hopefully like, have a bit of a better season. Keeping the faith over. Yeah.
2: America. Keep the faith. Hold on, yeah, are we going to um, do a score prediction? Yes. Uh, quickly, okay, let's, let, let's finish it off it. with
0: Come that. On. Let's wrap Two it one up wolves. with that. Two more. Two more. I'm going... I can't see it's winning. one all.
2: John? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be 1-1, one, one, I'm saying. one, yeah. one? okay. I love a draw, Brighton do. We're
1: so positive. Brighton do. do love a draw. 1-1 is fair, They do book. love a draw. All
0: right, I think, I th- I think that's going to have to be time for today. Thanks for watching everybody. If you do enjoy, please make sure to drop in the comments what your thoughts on all topics we have discussed, mainly Lopategi, etc. Um, obviously I enjoy drop a like, subscribe to the channel, spread, spread this podcast everywhere. You know, we're trying thanks to grow so it much for massively. This, for thanks for support the support. And yeah, guys, thanks for the support, and I will see you next time.